0: And a three, and a two, and a one. Accelerating,
1: Accelerating your, your fandom. fandom. This, this is Flash TV Talk. TV
0: Talk. Three, two, Welcome to Flash TV Talk, the fan podcast dedicated to news, reviews, and more for the hit CW show, The Flash. I'm
1: Bo, and I'm
0: Bell. Bell, man, how you doing tonight? I am doing flashtastic hey man I like it I will take it there is no crisis here at least not until the end of the year man we are so stoked because of course we are joining you right at the very tail end San Diego comic-con has uh, has pretty much wrapped I guess there is some uh, a little a few things going on uh, but for the most part the the big announcements have come and gone uh, if you are like us you are constantly refreshing your Twitter feed if you are one of the chosen favored few you are actually there to receive all of this great goodness uh, on location and be part of the sweltering heat and uh, massive bodies that is San Diego Comic Con. Uh, we were comfortably at home on our couches uh, watching Twitter, and you know what? I, I don't I don't feel bad about that.
1: I don't feel bad about that at all, Bell. Yeah, no, it's not too bad. You know, it's uh, from what I understand, trying to get in line at Hall H or any of those other things for San Diego Comic Con is like a living nightmare. Uh, <laughs> right. and, and so, like, unless you get like VIP treatment. Or, or you're extremely dedicated and don't mind any of those lines and massive bodies, then, you know, it's, 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 a lot better. Um, yeah. That way.
0: This is true. We're still waiting for that VIP treatment, by the way, for those of you uh, behind the scenes at San Diego comic-con, uh, the president of San Diego comic-con, we know you listen, we know you're a big fan. Uh, and a supporter. uh, Hook us up with that VIP treatment. We will do you proud, sir or madam, whoever you may be. Bell, we've got some great news. We're going to jump into it, but first I got to let the folks know, uh, for those who have not been keeping up over the summer, we have relaunched, kind of reinvigorated our Patreon account at patreon.com slash tvtalk. This show happens because of the support of you right now who is listening. Uh, Those of you who tune in every single week that there's an episode of The Flash, and those of you who go the extra mile for all that wonderful bonus content that we put out, uh, thank you for that. We are right now, we're trying to relaunch panel to screen. There's more information on that that's going on at patreon.com slash TV talk. Head over there uh, to help ensure this next upcoming season of Flash TV talk. If you love the Flash, if you've been tuning in every single week that that episode comes in, if you love the uh, super nerdy, high int- <laughs> <laughs> uh, intense time travel talk or the relationship talk or just the uh, the bromance that you get every single week here on this uh, podcast be sure to head over there again that's patreon.com slash tv talk we can't do it without you and thank you so much for those of you who are supporting the show bell are you ready to jump into this Nah, let's do it let's jump into i'm gonna go ahead and do it anyway the rundown, the rundown. <laughs> episode san diego comic-con because there's no episode but we got a ton of news all right bell um Man, okay, we got a plethora here. Let's let's just go ahead and, and get this one. Uh, well, you know what? You know, before we actually jump into the high points, because basically what I did is I kind of gathered up the high points for us to discuss. A lot of big announcements that have come out of this week um, about the Flash, about the Crisis, but but there's a lot of like 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 things that happened that are I would not necessarily say they're big news per se, but you know, I, I feel like we we owe it to the characters to at least acknowledge them, and that's things like you know uh iris gonna be doing some reporting which is great but that's not necessarily news right like i think a lot of us expected iris to do reporting and like ralph gonna get a story arc i think a lot of us expected ralph to get a story (laughs) arc but but i don't want to not mention them because i feel if we not mention them we're going to get some (laughs) some feedback on
1: that yeah and yeah it's it's one of those things that fans have been expecting for a very long time at least in regard with iris is for her to become this she's been
0: doing it though like that's the thing i don't understand like she's been doing it. She was doing it at the get go. Yes. She took some time off to, you know, lead a superhero team, but she, yeah, this whole last past season was about kind of her establishing, you know, her own brand. And and I think honestly, actually, if you look at kind of where the evolution of journalism comes from a millennial standpoint, like her, her trajectory makes a lot more sense in a modern retelling of a reporter today, especially a reporter with that kind of, uh, you know, boots on the ground mindset. And so, no, I, I think uh, I think we've seen this this great evolution of a virus from that standpoint. I, I have I never had a problem with what she was doing before. Uh, I do love when the characters get like a little bit closer to their comic book interpretations. And you know, I think that um, if if nothing else, it's almost like a nice like we, we you know, for the fans that have really wanted Iris to be more of a reporter, Uh, it's a nice way of saying, Hey, you know, we, we've heard you, we've set her up on this trajectory and we're not, you know, there's no intention. We don't plan to like take her off that or anything. Like last season wasn't fan service. It's actually an arc for the character. So I think, I think, you know, to some extent that validation is good for a lot of people who've been hoping for that.
1: Oh yeah, for sure.
0: All right. So another thing that we kind of expected, but I mean, it's, it's obviously every single season, uh, new suit. So the suit that we're getting this coming season is very similar to the suit that came before with some minor tweaks. Uh, for me, bell looking at some of the promo images, very reminiscent of kind of some Alex Ross, uh, type of inspired here. But, uh, what are your thoughts on the new costume?
1: I like it. I think it looks, uh, looks pretty neat. The, I haven't seen the cow yet. Have they released a photo of the cow? Like I think, I think earlier today
0: we saw the cow it, it, So the chin strap is back that we know for sure.
1: Okay, great. I like the chin strap. Um, I okay. I'm I'm sad I missed that because I saw the promo shots that came out without the cow, and uh, I I I liked them. I thought they looked really good. Like you said, Alex Ross, kind of rem, reminiscent there. But um, I saw Grant talk about the cow, and he said it's the most comic accurate I think they've had thus far. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. I'm excited about that. That sounds like it's going to be pretty good.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I mean, you know, there's, there was so much discussion last year about the costume, um, you know, going into last season, there was a lot of, uh, you know, I mean, for lack of a better term, just kind of body shaming that was thrown at grant because the people didn't feel like he filled it out the right way. Um, you know, a lot of folks acknowledging the reality that because of what they want to do with else worlds, the costume was built so that it could kind of, uh, work on either, you know, Oliver or Barry and, <laughs> And along with that, went away the chin strap. And I think a lot of us really dig the chin strap. I think that it's probably from an actor's standpoint not the most comfortable thing, but at the same time, uh, it does kind of feel the truest to form, at least for me.
1: I I don't know. I, I'm a fan of the chin strap. Like, I, it, it, not having it last season wasn't as much of a bother as I thought it would be. Yeah. But like, looking at chin strap versus non chin strap. I I do like the chin strap. So I'm glad it's coming back.
0: It's coming back. Speaking of uh, things that are coming back, or in this case, an individual. Cisco, man, he is back. He is firmly back. And according to the panel, he's saying he's here to stay. Carlos is here to stay, has no desire to leave. And um, it's got a lot of us kind of scratching our heads, wondering what was going on last season. So Cisco's back. Bell, (laughs) Bell. What do you think
1: there? Uh, yeah, that was that was the biggest surprise for me. Honestly, like the the set photos came out with Cisco on there, and I was like, huh, okay, maybe they're just gonna you know send him off in crisis in some sort of way or something like that. Uh, Because everything last season, although the rumors and whatnot, we're talking about Cisco not being happy and wanting to leave and go do pursue something else. And and maybe it was a question of making it worth his while. And maybe they just did the whole, you know, back up the dump truck full of money into his driveway thing. And
0: well, I don't know about that. I mean, I would be surprised if there was not some contract negotiation discussions going on during the entire season. Now we don't know that. Like, I mean, I think that's the biggest thing. And we said that all last season. We just don't know. Yeah. It was weird the way his character was being written, but I do think the fact that he's coming back for season six and kind of the assurances that the actor was giving fans to me, that communicates that we've got him for the long haul and that we don't have to worry about him disappearing in the future. I mean, that's the way I interpreted it, but maybe I'm hopelessly naive. I don't
1: well, know. I mean, maybe it's one of those things where he was he he wanted the character to be, uh, I don't know, like, like better written or have more story or more growth or more something. Maybe whatever the, the season that they pitched for him and his in his arc in the season was something that excited him as an actor and so it was like yeah you know i I will go back and do this this does like sound like it'd be something that'd be fun and and again maybe they paid him a crap ton of money i don't know (laughs) but again that was one of those things where i was kind of like this is this is surprising i was not expecting that i figured there'd be a you know cisco coming on the panel and being like i've been really enjoying these last five seasons but it's time for me to move on so i'm going to be in there for a couple episodes and then you know bye bye but that is not at all what happened so this is this is really interesting
0: i don't know all right so this is like tinfoil hat and you know this this is kind of I want to make this comparison and I realize that it's a problematic comparison especially with everything that's going on in the news but from a purely like it, you know put your mindset in then and not necessarily what we know now right okay so <sighs> Allison Mack all right yes Chloe Sullivan from Smallville um yes you know obviously if you're not aware of where her her trajectory went professionally and personally after that um it's it's worth a read she's in but, prison she is. Spoilers. Uh, yes. Um, <laughs> anyway, that all aside, that aside, if you go back to the final season of Smallville, the character of Chloe, Chloe Sullivan was a massive fan favorite, a massive fan favorite. Like the Felicity fans out here, like, you know, they were the pre- the, the Chloe fans were the precursor. And I was a huge Chloe fan. Don't get me wrong. Like I'm, I'm, I'm saying this as somebody who was also a big supporter of that character, as someone who is very heartbroken And, and so I'm not, again, I don't want to get into all the personal stuff, but here's the deal where she was and where that character was with the fans was crucial. I would argue to the success of Smallville to the extent where I don't think, I don't think Smallville without Chloe worked in the same way that it did with Chloe. I think that last season, again, this is Tim for hot, the writers or the showrunners or whomever was trying to put things in such a place that Cisco did not become Chloe. So that if Cisco like like basically because of Allison Mack's power in terms of the the character of Chloe Sullivan being such a fan favorite, uh she got paid like the same amount as if she was doing the full season but only had to do a few episodes because like they were like begging to keep her in. Like she had all the power in that negotiation. I think that perhaps they were trying to discount Carlos's negotiation power by downplaying the character and maybe i don't want to say turning fans against the character but maybe showcasing that the character is not as necessary to the success of the show now again that's all on how the the character arcs go and everything else i think that there are major carlos fans there's major cisco fans i mean we're we're huge fans of the character but even those of us that are huge fans of the character don't like seeing sadsco we are fans of cisco not sadsco yes that's my tenfold hat, man. I think that's what all last season was. I think that they were trying to perhaps take away some of the negotiation power so that when it came time to re up, he couldn't pull an Allison Mack talking specifically and intentionally about contract negotiations with television shows. And in no other way am I making comparison. I just want to make sure that's very, very clear. Yes, yes.
1: <laughs> uh, it, yeah, because it, 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 it kind of seems like that's the direction they're going with Cisco. It's like they sort of changed him around. And I don't know if it was an intentional move to make it so that fans are kind of like, eh, man, Cisco sucks. I'm done with Cisco. Or what but yeah it, it's it's kind of clear how different he was in previous seasons uh versus last season uh in a season before that, uh really, I mean there's some sad to go there as well. maybe that means that we'll see some better Cisco writing, a- a- assuming your tinfoil so, hat yeah. is true uh, well- <laughs> or or maybe there's an inkling of truth in it. uh My hope is that we will see some good classic. And it's funny to say classic on a show that's you know six seasons old, but
0: <laughs> this I mean that's not that's not a not a long time. I mean that's that's a that's a fairly decent amount of time, honestly. You know, in terms of uh, television. I mean, you know, with with Arrow kind of hitting its final season and them, you know, uh, really kind of blasting out like you know the uh, the run that he's had. Uh, no, I mean, I think I think that's fair. I think we can say classic at this point.
1: Or, or golden um, age would that work?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we will look at the pre-crisis age as the golden age of, uh, or, or the silver age. I w- you know, well, we there's a lot to talk about there. We're going to yeah. talk more crisis yeah. and other shows and, and that uh, later on in the show. But anyway, all that to say, we typically don't talk about, you know, behind the scenes or you know, uh, you know, like. We we're in this for the stories. We're in this for the characters, and we really love the actors and the actresses that make these characters and the writers that make this happen. But we don't talk a lot about like the politics behind the scenes. That being said, Cisco was a little bit different this last past season because everything's felt so weird. And so I think it's worth a little bit of speculation there. I think yeah. it warrants a little bit of speculation. But yeah, at some it, point, man, there would be an amazing autopsy on this show in terms of like <laughs> what goes on behind the scenes. I mean, you know, Candace Patton is even like mentioned she's got you know she's got some stuff that that she's just not ready to share yet and you know it's just i don't know man i'm yeah (laughs) well you know let's go through the series first
1: you know like and 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 they had to write papa joe out because of a medical issue but it's 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 different but it's 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 kind of the same thing Mm -hmm. it's it's that's 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 the instances where we will go in behind the scenes and talk about things that are happening you know in quote the real world (laughs) you know joe is sitting down all the time yeah (laughs) but but instances like that where it makes sense to talk about the goings-on behind the scenes where uh, when it does affect the story, right? And sure, I think in this yeah. situation uh, with Cisco, uh, you know, it, it it did affect his story. And so it's worth mentioning the outside interference from like the studio or whatever.
0: Also worth mentioning, Godspeed making a return in season two, or season two, in season six <laughs> rather. This is uh, the take two on Godspeed, that is. Um, yeah, so Godspeed coming back, you know, a lot of folks were uh, disappointed. I think that's a fair... Uh, Fair criticism to throw in terms of the way in which we saw Godspeed, we theoretically saw a future interpretation of the character um, that was also being observed for the first time. However, that is a future timeline or a variation of the current timeline that no longer exists. So technically speaking, that Godspeed either doesn't exist or we may see uh, an origin, a new origin for him in the present, Uh, whether or not it's the same character, we just don't know yet. But one way or the other, we are going to get a second go around on Godspeed. Um, you know, we don't know much more than that. Although I will say this, because I think this is important, I, I would those of you that are like hardcore Godspeed fans that got burnt last season, I don't want to say that we're getting a new one, so you should get your hopes up. I, <laughs> unless he ends up being the big bad of the second half of the season. I honestly think that we're probably going to get something in the same vein as what we got before and maybe slightly better, maybe more in like a mirror master or weather wizard type of way where he's set up to be a reoccurring villain. But I know a lot of big Godspeed fans that really want him to be a big, you know, a big character and an emotional arc, you know, somebody beyond just a guy in a suit as much as I would love to see that as well. I just want you to make sure you're going in with like proper expectations. He's coming back. They're taking another swing at it, but smart and healthy to, to maintain those kind of you know expectations.
1: Yeah, that yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, you don't want to get, you know, what is it? Fool me once, shame on me, fool me twice, shame on you, or something. You, you no, don't fool, no, fool r- reverse that. <laughs> fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me. So yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. But th- th- there is, however, an opportunity here. Like you said, the timeline from the Godspeed that we saw last season is gone. And so there is an opportunity here to completely reboot and get rid of what we saw last season. Right. And go from there, which I think would be a really interesting way. Uh, it- it's not like they have to do this retcon thing and make it like, oh, no, actually, blah, 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 blah. blah. We saw what happened to Norris timeline. We saw what happened there. And uh, everyone is, is knows that she doesn't exist because her timeline doesn't exist, and so therefore this new Godspeed because the crisis got moved up. We saw that happening. Everything is changing. Everything is different. So there is an opportunity here for them to include a better version of Godspeed and a more either comics accurate or just more than like a you know speedster of the week kind of thing. Maybe you know a couple episode arc. Who knows? But uh, yeah, th- there's an opportunity here for that for sure. But again, I wouldn't set your expectations for this is going to be like the next Eobard kind of thing, because yeah, it's, it's probably I mean, the not. Only asterisk,
0: <laughs> the only asterisk is we don't know what's going to happen on the back half of the season. More on that here in just a second. But first, let's talk about the first half of the season. Uh, we got the reveal of the new big bad to kick off season six, uh, Bloodwork. Now, this is a very, very new character, like a character that was created during the run of the show. In the comics, um, really? Yeah, he's got you know. I don't know what the um what the scientific term is, but, but like blood kinesis. Like he he. Oh he's got...
1: oh oh man! Oh you just uh it's on the tip of my tongue. I'm gonna think of it like just blurted out right in the, when the you're in the middle of saying something. So, uh, but it'll come to me. <laughs>
0: All right, fair enough. But the idea is that you know this character in the comics could almost kind of turn himself into this blood monster, where he was kind of like you know his skin would become blood, and it's kind of this globulous type of thing. And he could also control the blood of others, meaning that he could like cause it to, you know, for example, like say boil or, uh, you know, kind of control and make it stop working. I mean, actually even talking about this power set kind of makes my skin crawl a little bit. There's (laughs) there's very much a horrific nature to the character. That'll be interesting to see happen in live action. And I'll be honest, man, it's, you know, when, when we talk about characters we think of as kind of big villains, They've gone to they've gone to the big times and they've gone to the barrel a couple hemokinesis. Of times. Hemokinesis.
1: Hemokinesis. All hemokinesis. Right, okay. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. I knew it was going to come to me. I knew it was going to come to me.
0: <laughs> you got there, man. Yeah. So hemokinesis. Uh, he's got that he's got that ability. But overall, man, like this villain would not excite me nearly as much if not for the actor that's playing him
1: yes and we have a veteran of superhero tv coming into the fray here for this and that's going to be really really interesting
0: yeah man uh all the way from heroes and i know i he probably hates that because like that was but that is like where he's most known is from his role as uh, uh mohinder suresh on on heroes and he was great in that show
1: yeah he was he was
0: although he did he did swoop in last minute and uh Date Mindy in the final episode of The Office. So oh he yeah, pops, <laughs> he pops up here and there. Yeah, you know yeah. he's around. But anyway, he's about to be a big bad on the on the Flash, which I'm really really excited about. But it's uh, Sintel, uh man. You're gonna have to help me with this. Cintil Rama Murthy. Thank you. Love the actor. Great uh, great caliber, and really kind of uh, cranking it up a notch here. You know, they, they, the Flash has always been really great about getting some uh, superior actors to come in and play these big bads, and uh, excited to see what he does with bloodwork. Uh, an interesting character. Man, how do you think the bloodwork's going to play in? I mean, they, they really <laughs> kind of kind of had him almost as like an anti-hero, right? He wants to defeat death. That doesn't well, sound like a bad
1: thing. I was confused. So at first like, you know, I was watching the teaser trailer or whatever it was for season 6. And, you know, he's sitting there talking. I'm like, okay, you know, he, he was, a, he was a, an oncologist and he was trying to cure diseases and stuff like that. And then he talks about the new disease, which was heroes saving people. And I'm like, okay, I don't know how that's kind of a disease. I thought that was kind of good. And then he's like, I'm going to, you know, cure that disease. But ultimately what I'm really trying to do is defeat death. And I'm like, well, but you, you want to like kill the heroes because you think they're a disease, but how do you defeat death by killing people?
0: Yeah. <laughs> It's odd. It's kind of... It, there's a lot to potentially be interpreted, interpreted here, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I I mean, I, I, I really liked uh, the monologue that he gave was like really ominous and I dug it. Uh, and, I, and I thought like just seeing that little bit of his performance, I'm like, I'm really interested to see where this character is going to go. But I'm also interested in, in to see like how his motivation builds and where it comes from. Because it's interesting to me for him to be... Wanting to kill heroes when heroes are saving people and he wants to to, you know, prevent people from dying ultimately. And so that's that's kind of an interesting sort of thing there. And I, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing how they're going to do it, because I, I think Sentinel's a great actor. And I just again, like that little tiny bit of teaser trailer got me excited to see him play this character. So that that's going to be that's going to be neat.
0: Yeah. 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 I, you know, th- there's a lot to be interpreted here. One thing to note is that in the comics, the character has more of a red motif than a black motif uh, in terms of the actual like blood. Like we see like the character, I, I highly doubt we'll actually see him take on the, the comic book accurate form where he's, you know, becomes a blood monster, oh, but, but we it will. is, <laughs> well, you never know. Actually they they have pushed the envelope several times in terms of,
1: we had a CG. shark fight a gorilla last season.
0: Okay. Fair point. Fair point, uh, but here's here's this bell. <laughs> the crisis is coming, and that's not going to be cheap. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, <laughs> you know, but like, Arrow only has ten episodes this season, so I would presume that you know maybe they uh, dedicated some some budget. Like if they were going to like greenlight the rest of the season, they just said, "All right, right, we'll, we'll greenlight a full season. You get yeah. ten episodes. The rest of that goes to crisis."
0: That's a fair point. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. But I will say this: like the the character in in the uh, in the comics is he, he is kind of red. Like he's a it's his red blood. But not only do we see specifically Bloodworks eyes turning black in the trailer, but also when they did kind of the, the Flash logo, the, the blood running over it. I mean, you could almost be uh, forgiven for thinking it was like metal or something of that nature. That was it looked like our, tar. or Yeah, or tar, or oil, something of that nature. But no, that's, uh, I, think, I think the interpretation is it's blood, but it's almost like kind of like a, a curdled, deathly, you know, black
1: I was thinking about that, and I was wondering if it's a if it's a kind of like we have a vast age ranges that watch this show, and maybe it would be more appropriate to do a uh, and, and also international audiences. Like uh, some countries won't allow blood to be displayed in video oh. games and other media and things like that. And so you know, there's a lot of things to take into consideration there. So if it's if it is not if it doesn't look too much like blood, you'd be a lot easier to get it past those sensors in certain countries and things. And so, and also for younger, for younger audiences, you know, you don't want to see the flashlight getting sprayed blood and like, you know, this nightmare bloodscape everywhere and stuff like that. So I, <laughs> I think that was a conscious design choice in order to make it a little bit more, uh, younger audience friendly and international friendly.
0: Like, wasn't that a comics code thing too, back in the day that like blood was black on a lot of different like comic frames and such.
1: I, I think so I think you're correct I, I want to say there's something like that I know like there's some old Wolverine comics that I have where uh, you know he's cutting people and there's like just black streaks coming out of him and stuff so uh, that sounds right
0: you know it, so the trailer as a whole I felt how do I say this it was an underwhelming trailer but it's not like I'm underwhelmed going into the season because of everything we know going into this season
1: does that make sense uh, yeah. Cause you're expecting crisis and things like that. Well,
0: exactly. Like in the past we've gotten the, you know, my, my name is Jay Garrick, you know, and your world is in danger. Like we, we've we gotten like these big epic moments that like, you know, kind of like, kind of like make your skin, like, like, you know, your, your, your hair on your arms stand up. You know what I mean? Like this, Yeah, yeah. you get the chills and I never really fully got the chills. Although I was, you know, stoked to see Suresh. I'm not, don't get me wrong. <laughs> like that was cool. I was like, Oh man, sweet. He's in this. That's awesome. Uh, And, you know, we got a a brief nod to the crisis, like very like not even an intentional nod to the crisis with uh, Cisco's lady friend coming in and saying, like, every time I show up, there's a crisis.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that was it. Well, and and I think that was what made me excited about it is that a the fact that this is uh that uh that Ascent hill is only playing this character for the first half of the season and so we're going to yeah. we're going to see a fully realized arc for this character yes. in, in in an amount of time that's not going to be wasted with oh no he got away again oh no oh oh no you know it's like like, like right, right right every episode where it's like Okay, okay, he's I'll down on the ground. you
0: next time, Gadget! Yeah,
1: yeah, you know, it's like, oh my god, it's like, okay, Cicada's on the ground, kill him, step on his neck, like... Do something to him. Oh, 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 he got away again. He got away again. All right, great. Yeah. Uh, uh we're not gonna see that with this. I, I feel fully confident this is going to be a very awesome little mini arc. Like, like uh, who was it? Uh Jeff Johns described it in the panel at sccc saying it's gonna be like a graphic novel. Okay, this is the thing, man.
0: To me, this is like one of the biggest news announcements from San Diego. And it's been the thing that we have like since season two, I wanna say, we have been almost begging for and it's not just the flash it's television as a whole but especially the flash and this kind of like superhero television in in general like these half season arcs like the ability to split a season and give us essentially double like yes it's less uh, it's less time spent on a story, but that makes it more refined and a better, more enjoyable story. And at the end of the day, at the end of the season, you technically got two stories. You got more bang for your buck. We're going to have three Well, if if you consider crisis, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That well, that's exactly what I I guess. I think it was Jeff. I don't remember who said at the panel, but he was saying, you know, we're going to have the uh, the blood work arc and then as an interlude and that that, that's that's like the first quote graphic novel of this season. Right. Then we're going to have crisis as an interlude. And then we're going to have on the the last uh, third, whatever of the season is going to be the second graphic novel where we don't know who the big bad is. And that is that's. Yes, I've been asking for this forever. And this is wonderful because we have these, these you know, 22 episodes is too long to stretch out a big bad. I'm sorry, it is. Yes, it it does is not right. work. It doesn't work. And uh, in the past, that has been my biggest complaint with The Flash. Overall has been they take too long to tell the stories with these big bads. You can grow the character in those one or two I'm sorry. In those two or three little graphic novels that we're going to have every season. And you can have him face a different bad with like a different way to grow by facing this enemy. You know, it's, 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 it's just like, that's why I was excited about, about the teaser novel or the, the teaser trailer thing. It's like, cause this is going to be a fully realized story that's self-contained. And then we're going to have crisis and then we're going to have another story. We're going to have three flash stories in one season. And I feel like my hope is that they're all going to be uh, these nice, concise, well-written, just tight stories. And it's going to be great. Like, I I have really, really, really high hopes for this next season.
0: Yeah, man. I mean, like this, you know, we joke all the time about the CW's executive tuning in and such. And I mean, like, like, let's be honest. They don't listen. They don't listen to this show. But if they did, if there's like one person, and we're talking about you, coffee guy, the guy who gets the coffee for the CW executives. Yeah, you listen to Flash TV Talk. We know you're out there. We know you, and we know that you've been listening. And we know that, like, as you're getting the coffee, you're like, "Man, Bo and Bell, they got some ideas. Like half seasons. What a novel concept. As if we're the only people on the internet who have ever suggested that." You go to them, and you say, "Here's your coffee, uh, executive person, sir. By the way, you ever thought about maybe split the season in half, getting bet, you know more bang for your buck? Might uh, might benefit everybody involved." Yeah, yeah, yeah like, you
1: ever feel like your seasons are maybe just a little too long and we split just, them up and so do different so... stories?
0: <laughs> well, no, not, no. you don't put it in the negative light, man. You put it in a positive light. It's not, not this is what you're doing wrong. It's like, this is what you could potentially be doing exceptional, right? So that's that's all about the spin. And you know what, Coffee Guy? You knew that. And you made it happen. So here's to you, Coffee Guy, uh, whose ideas you stole from us and they stole from you. <laughs> so congratulations and thank you. We all benefit from the, the, the knowledge Again, like we're the only people who have ever suggested that on the internet. Yeah. Uh, all right. So here's the deal, man. That, to me, that's one of the biggest, news, like, the biggest news items that have come out of this is the fact that they are splitting this up. Uh, we also did get the reveal. Of course, it would not be a new season of The Flash without a new Wells. Uh, we know that the new Wells is going to be as described as a sensual Wells, uh, which seems right up Tom Kavanaugh's alley. He does like playing the the lover boy.
1: Yeah, well, it's, it's like a uh, Indiana Jones adventurer kind of, uh, you know, kind of suave character sort of thing is what I is, is what I've read. And, and that that sounds interesting. I'd, I'd love to see an Indiana Wells. <laughs> oh, what yeah. if his name is Indiana Wells?
0: Uh, It could be. So is that the way that you interpreted it? Because I mean, I know they said adventurer. Did they say swashbuckler
1: or did I just I, I think I read swashbuckler? I may be wrong, but I think I read swashbuckler.
0: He could be more of like a Jack Sparrow type. Uh
1: this is the tale
0: of Captain <laughs> Wells. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, could be. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you know, Harrison Wells, Harrison's his first name, Harrison Ford's first name is Harrison. Harrison oh. Ford played Indiana Jones. Yeah. Indiana Wells.
0: I can see that now. I actually, I, I don't know yeah. why, but I did not make that connection. That's pretty good, Bell.
1: I'm, good. I'm good. I'm really good <laughs> at what I do, though.
0: <laughs> so here's the question though. Now that we know that we're getting two separate arcs, do you think that, I mean, we, well, we already know we're getting two separate wells. We'll talk about the one that we, that's been confirmed. And, and as that plays into crisis here in a second, but like, like, do you think that we'll get a, another wells on the back half of the season? Or do you think we'll keep indie wells, uh, throughout?
1: I'm thinking we're going to have Indie Wells throughout and that uh, this this other Wells that we'll talk about in a moment will be just for crisis. Um, Interesting. I, I, I feel like that's I don't I don't feel like I feel like Indie Wells and crisis Wells are going to be two separate Wells. Wells is
0: Uh, Yeah, actually, what is the plural of Wells?
1: Wells Wells. I think it's just Wells. Yeah.
0: With an apostrophe.
1: Yes. Yes. um yeah so that's that's what i'm thinking i'm thinking we're going to have um we're going to have a uh uh this indiana wells throughout the season and then this uh other wells just for crisis
0: okay all right i see it i could definitely see that uh that happening although for me personally i like as many wells as possible let's pack them in man let's pack them in.
1: oh for sure i'm down yeah.
0: All right. So let's talk about this, uh, this other Wells who probably potentially will not actually be named Wells. Now we have seen across the multiverse that characters that are essentially the same doppelganger are not necessarily named the same. Uh, for example, we saw during the Elseworlds event, a, a, um, uh, well, a Henry Allen that was not Henry Allen that was actually Barry Allen. And we've also seen a Henry Allen who's not Henry Allen, but in fact, Jay Garrick. So we've seen specifically doppelgangers that go by different names, but essentially serve similar esque roles in the very various universes that they occupy. Okay. We're all on board on this. We understand this. Yeah. Okay. So the announcement that came out of comic-con is that Kavanaugh, Tom Kavanaugh will also not aside from the quote unquote sensual wells, the indie wells that he will be playing in this coming season. Uh, he will also be playing the character of Pariah. Now, this is a character from the Crisis uh, comic books who's actually responsible uh, in many, many, you know, regards for bringing the Anti Monitor to the Earth and essentially destroying everything. Uh, this is a, you know, brilliant scientist. Actually, if you kind of uh, go back and, and look into, you know, who this character was and kind of what they represent, it's pretty much textbook Wells 101. <laughs>
1: Well it's good that it's good that Kavanaugh's
0: playing him. No, I and mean, it makes a ton of sense. It's a, it's actually a really good use of, you know, the uh, <laughs> the um the Swiss Army knife that is Tom Kavanaugh in terms of his abilities. Yeah, but also yeah. you know, just the the character of who we've kind of understood Wells to be, uh, HR notwithstanding, to be kind of this universal genius across all these various earths. So if somebody is going to be the result of the end of the multiverse, who better than the man that basically is responsible for traversing and chronicling and, uh, you know, not necessarily the existence of the multiverse, but certainly the the popularity, uh, popular knowledge of the multiverse?
1: Yeah. And I think there's going to be something in there where they, you know, talk to Wells and they're like, well, you know, what's the story with this guy? And it's like, that guy's not a Wells. He's a Masa, you know, <laughs> It's like sure, oh. he's my doppelganger, but he's not my doppelganger. He's. He just looks like me. He's not a Wells. Interesting.
0: Um, I think they're going to treat him like he's a Wells, though.
1: Do you, do you think Pariah will be a Wells, or will he be his uh, comic book name?
0: Um, that's actually a really good
1: thought. I, I don't know. Because um, I'm, I'm kind of thinking, like you said, we've seen uh, Henry Allen's doppelganger actually be Barry Allen in, in other examples and such. So I think right. this is going to be one of those things where... Um, they're going to be looking for a Wells or they're going to think he's a Wells. And so maybe they'll be like, Hey, we got to ask, you know, Indy Wells, what's up with this pariah guy? And he'll be like, I don't know. Like the council of Wells can't help you there because this guy's not a Wells and they'll huh. be like, Oh, weird. And so it'll be kind of like, it'll be an interesting take where, uh, you know, the council of Wells might've been able to help them if it was a Wells, since this isn't a Wells, it could be. I think the
0: council of Wells would still consider him because he's technically their doppelganger sure might not be a wells in name but i mean like he's still a wells in uh, biology physiology well right but i'm I'm thinking it
1: could be an interesting take on like the differences between true wells doppelgangers yeah and yeah yeah.
0: (laughs) of all the wells out there he's ironically the most wells of them all
1: yeah yeah he's like the uh uh, the evilest Rick or something, you know. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, I can see that. That actually, that'd be interesting.
0: I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how it plays out. Of course, the crisis is coming, man. I mean, that's, that's the, uh, that's the elephant in the room. That's what every single uh, DC TV series, except for Black Lightning, for some reason, that like, like it's, it's the thing that crosses everything. That's kind of combining that all of us are kind of looking towards in this, this coming year. Uh, no, no more so than on Arrow. Uh, now, so Arrow, man, of course, this is the final season of Arrow. There's been a lot of, uh, you know, marketing that have gone out. It's a half season. Um, the writing was on the wall as far back as last year that Arrow would conclude with this crisis in many respects. He has been the, for lack of a better comparison, Iron Man of this universe. Um, he kicked it off and, uh, he's ready to close out in one of the biggest moments for the universe. One imagines what happens, what transpires after crisis will have ramifications for the DC television series as a whole. Um, there's a lot to speculate here, but one thing we do know that did kind of come out of crisis or come out of uh, San Diego is that while of course it will be the conclusion of arrow, much of the groundwork and preparation for the crisis is actually going to happen on the flash, which I found really fascinating because I did not see that in the trailer, but I did see a lot of crisis nods in the arrow trailer.
1: I'm glad they're doing that though, because I think, uh, this is arrows last 10 episodes, you know? And, and so I, I feel like they really want to give it a proper closeout. And so for it to do a lot of crisis work to set up everything, I think wouldn't be giving it the respect it deserves to finish out. It's, uh, it, Ooh, yeah. It's episodes, you know, I, and and I'm also I, I think the Flash and the multiverse and all that kind of stuff. The crisis, especially, just resonates more with the Flash because he's a meta because they've gone to multiple Earths on his show because of all these. Well, he's things. a
0: superhero. Yeah, he's I a, mean, let, let's be honest. At the end of the day, Arrow is great. I'm not. I'm not you know bashing Arrow at all. I mean, you know, it was the series that set off this particular incarnation of of the you know TV multiverse, but did it though because i kind of feel like you know it was the first show but the flash is really what kicks things into high gear
1: the flash is the most consistently rated show
0: yeah i mean it's 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 been carrying everybody let's let's be honest again not trying to bash arrow because i I got you know i posted something to this effect on twitter and i got some feedback (laughs) uh, you know which is fine which is fine arrow is great it has had some of the uh, you know i would even argue Ooh, can I say this? Arrow season two may be better of a season than any of the seasons that The Flash has ever had.
1: Uh, Arrow season
0: two is really, really good. It's really, really good. It is some dang good television. It is yeah. some of the best television out there.
1: Uh, you know, Flash well, season one the and the season five. certainly the best superhero television.
0: Uh, is it superhero
1: television? A comic book television. How about that? I mean, I guess you had
0: Roy, like, you know, taking super drugs, and we got Solomon Grundy at that point. Maybe. Or did Solomon Grundy come in a season? I don't know. Anyway, point is, Arrow has had some high highs, some super high highs, but- (laughs) <laughs> Let's be honest. The Flash has been carrying this multiverse since the day one that Barry like got struck by lightning.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's been I don't know. I, I I like Arrow from what I've seen of it, and I I mean I really really enjoyed season two, but I've I've heard a lot of people comp- I've I've heard more complaints about seasons of Arrow than I've had than I've heard complaints about seasons of Flash.
0: Yeah, and again I'm not saying that every single season is like you know a, a home run. We have had our criticisms. We've not shied away from that. Um but again, you know, anyway, here's my thing with all of that, man, it, regardless of who's been carrying this, this franchise in this multiverse, <coughs> Barry, uh, <laughs> regardless of who has been doing so, uh, you know, is, should we kind of almost see the crisis as a passing of the baton uh, that, you know, because Arrow is taking his bow out at the end of, uh, you know, at the midway point here. You know, that that Barry is, for all intents and purposes, like the new Superman of the universe. He's the new uh, figurehead, the new uh, leader, you know, again, for lack of a better term.
1: Yeah, I think that's fair. I I think, you know, he's going to he's going to be stepping up into that. And who knows? Maybe we'll be seeing some like, you know, Justice League kind of stuff come up once crisis eventually merges down all the universes into one.
0: I'll tell you something I'm very excited for with all of this Um, because Batwoman stepping into the universe. I know she did kind of with Elseworlds, but, you know, big time uh, in this coming year, like she is going to be a very good foil, like a very interesting foil to Barry. Like in many respects, you had Oliver and Barry. They had kind of like a big brother, little brother thing going on. And, you know, it was it was cute and you know oliver was just kind of always slightly annoyed by barry and like the most charming of way i get the sense man that batwoman's not going to put up with any of barry's crap like none of
1: it (laughs) yeah i wonder if uh barry's gonna get kind of annoyed with uh you know batwoman's brutality and whatnot Um, i don't know man like in many like she almost
0: seems you know if if Arrow was Cyclops, I mean I hate to make a Marvel reference, but you know, I will anyway. If Arrow is Cyclops, you know, Batwoman almost seems more like a Wolverine. You know what I mean? Like she is a she's an army of one and we saw, you know, obviously Arrow kind of started out that way, but he became this tactician and he he grew, you know, grew this team and everything else and he was more of like a a combat leader whereas Batwoman from what we've seen thus far and you know, who knows where they'll take the series but she seems like a super soldier. Like she's going to go in get the job done. She's going to have kind of a no nonsense mindset. Um, by the way, fantastic casting with this actress, like every, everything I've seen from the promotional stuff. I'm like, dang, you know, she's, <laughs> she's going to dominate <laughs> this, uh, this space big time. Um, I'm just, I'm looking forward to seeing that dynamic post crisis, whatever that means and looks like.
1: Yeah, it should be, it should be fun to see them, uh, uh, I guess, testing the waters with each other and, and, what kind of relationship is going to form out of that? A lot
0: of excitements, uh, you know, a lot of big things that we're, we're really excited about that were announced. One of the things that I'm a little frustrated with, man, um, black lightning, apparently the only hero not to show up for the crisis. That's in the same suite, uh, which is frustrating because you see all of the marketing push that was done with the CW heroes and everything else. and, it's like, you know, Flash and Supergirl and Batwoman and Arrow and Legends and Black Lightning, but you know, he's not going to be at the crisis. But Black Lightning's here too, but you know, not not, you know, he's here, but he's not really here. It 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 frustrates me because it's like, why wouldn't like the Lightning Family be part of this massive event where you're pulling in people even beyond your own shows? And he's supposed to be one of the shows. And I get it. They're in Atlanta and and they're up there shooting in Vancouver. But I mean, like, y'all can't buy, you know, you can't, you can't like buy some plane
1: tickets. <laughs> I, I thought they were going to say that uh, the Black Lightning was going to be in the crisis. I thought, I that, thought was... that was going to be announced too, but that was not announced. Yeah, but I thought it was, uh, maybe it was just rumored last season that, you know, with crisis and with everything that, that Black Lightning was going to be involved. But I well,
0: the assumption was that everybody was going to be involved, like literally everybody.
1: Yeah, I mean, hell, they they got, you know. Uh, I don't know. They got no, these- let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Cause all I, right, I, right. I want to
0: get that one gripe out of the way because we're about to talk about the good, good announcements. But to me, that's a, so that they can't get black events.
1: lightning, which is a show that they're actively working on owned by the same studio, but they can get Burt Ward to come in. <laughs> Y'all pulled Burt Ward out of retirement, but yeah. you can't pull, <laughs> you can't pull your own show into your own show. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's. Mm. Oh, uh, but yeah, anyway. we also got Brandon Routh, but of course we've had Brandon Routh.
0: CW, we see you. We see what you, anyway, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know what? I'm yeah. not going to, I'm not going <laughs> to, I want a soapbox. I'm not going to soapbox, but.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Well, yeah, it's, it's, it's disappointing for sure. But what's not disappointing is, is that we will see Burt Ward, which is going to be really interesting. Uh, and we're also going to see Brandon Routh as okay, yeah, 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 Superman. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. This That's, is the big
0: thing. This is the break the internet type stuff, right? Yeah. So Burt Ward, of course, we don't, it has not yet been confirmed in terms of the character that he is playing, but what has been concern, confirmed is Brandon Routh will be doing double duty with crisis. He will be of course the Atom, which we all love, but he's also going to be appearing as a golden age esque, or rather a um, kingdom come esque, a uh, uh, superman. Which, of course, he was Superman back in Superman Returns. And so many of us are hoping, suspecting, anticipating that this will be a continuation of the character that he portrayed. That we are actually going to see Superman's Returns return in this crisis.
1: <laughs> I mean, that would be interesting. Uh, it'd be. Yeah, I, I liked. I wasn't a big fan of Superman Returns, the movie. I did like Brandon Ralph as Superman, though. Um Yeah, but I mean, uh, I wasn't meaning to say that. Like, I'm excited to see him as Superman on, on in in the Crisis, despite my misgivings about Superman Returns.
0: Yeah, my problems with that movie have nothing to do with his take on the character.
1: Oh yes, absolutely. Yeah, that's
0: and so like I'm I'm cool seeing him. I'm I'm cool seeing that character, not just him as Superman, but like literally his Superman, like that Superman come back, and you know yes as long as the super
1: kid doesn't throw a piano on somebody in in, in crisis i'll be i'll be fine
0: maybe his universe was destroyed like we've seen Uh, hopefully
1: hopefully he's the only thing that's left of the superman returns universe
0: here's the deal i want it to be (laughs) i want it to be his superman i want burt ward to be his robin like i and, and some people are like what no and i'm like no listen i want him to be his robin from his earth that has come in because we saw at the beginning of elseworlds Barry Allen, specifically the 90s television, like canonical Barry Allen popping up to let our team know what's going on with everybody fighting the anti Monitor. We saw Stargirl, we saw specifically um uh, uh dude what's in the This Is Us show blonde kid. I'm 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 blanking on his name, but he was Arrow back in Smallville. And so we saw Smallville's arrow like down in the dirt, like we are seeing the characters from these other series existing in this multiverse, so why not have a Batman '66 aged Robin show up? You know, get him in the Red Robin garb. The Kingdom I think Come would be awesome. Robin I really that'd do I think amazing. that'd be awesome. Be amazing. Same thing with with the uh, you know maybe Ralph Superman has had a Kingdom Come esque experience in his universe that we never saw because that movie didn't you know perform the way it was supposed to so regardless (laughs) but it happened and we just never saw it and so now we get a conclusion there are so many opportunities here man i really look mm, okay if i can geek out here i want an into the superverse man i want i want there to be an episode specifically where all the supermen come together dean kane I want I want all no, of
1: No, 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 no. No Dean Kane. I want
0: Dean Kane. I know I know we're not going to get Henry Cavill cuz he's off being the Witcher now. But like like I want all the Superman available to us.
1: I don't want you Dean Kane, but I agree with everything else you're saying. How,
0: but why not Dean Kane? Because he's Dean Kane. Yeah, but he but sh- 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 you you just shut up for just a second, bell. <laughs> 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 I want them all. I want them all and I want them led by Tom Welling. Cuz let me tell you something, if you get Tom Welling as Superman, the the freaking ratings are going to be worth the if you get Tom Welling as Superman leading an army of supermen, a Superman from across the multiverse coming in in the crisis, like the ratings would be. You get all the money with that, all the money, all of them. Super Bowl ratings, Game of Thrones ratings, maybe
1: you could do that. <laughs> with yeah, Tom leading I, I, the superman. I mean, that would be that would be neat. I we don't have anything about tom welling yet right we haven't neat. heard anything you said neat you shut you shut your face bell it would be more than neat it would be
0: glorious
1: <laughs> i don't know i see i i i'd never watched i never watched smallville so like I, I think it'd be cool just to see these different incarnations of superman you, being like brought to a mm. uh, multiverse kind of thing absolutely but like again yeah i, I just i'm i never watched smallville so i, I can't listen, get, like that listen one hype of these
0: days it. you know what we're going to do one of these when when uh many years from now Four or five years from now when, when the Flash has, has taken his bow and Flash TV talk must do his same. And, and if there's no other shows on TV that, that, that we want to pick this up and follow, we'll, we'll do a Smallville TV talk in retrospect so that you can appreciate the glory that was that series. <laughs> you, you, must, you must be educated. But anyway. yeah.
1: Well, I, I, right. I will say this, though. I've been wanting them to do a Superman like Brandon Routh coming in as Superman since he uh, got on so, Arrow. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, and you know, they had that nice little, uh, during the second crossover, I want to say with, uh, him seeing Supergirl and saying like, Oh, she kind of looks like my cousin.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Nice little nod to that. But, um, all right. So, but, but that's the thing. All right. So who else, man, who, who else is going to be there? We, we know, we know these two. Uh, do you think it stops there or do you think that there's some other characters, some other actors, actresses? that they're waiting to announce as we get closer.
1: I think, I think they're going to build the hype train. They're not going to sit there and, you know, dump everything out right now. I, I, I firmly believe that there's going to be the closer it gets to it, more and more announcements, bigger and bigger announcements. Uh, as if Burt Ward and Brandon Routh coming back in Superman weren't big. Uh, oh, those are huge. Yeah. I mean, I mean, they're huge. Is... But like, could you imagine what they would do? You know, six months out.
0: Mm.
1: Are we six months out?
0: Uh, that sounds right. October. Yeah.
1: 3 months out so, like so, yeah like they're just they're they're going to build it up and they're going to announce stuff and i want to say like you know it, it's either going to get leaked soon when they start filming there's going to be a huge reveal and it's going to be massive and i feel like they're they're holding off on some of those until it gets closer so they can keep that hype train rolling you know cuz yeah. they, they want this to be huge uh they like like you said they want game of thrones ratings right they want they want massive massive viewership because that's just... They can
0: have it, but like, all right, so look, man, this is the thing. I, I hope you're right. I really do. But that kind of like, I don't know if it's the CW. I don't know if it's, I don't, I don't know who's making the calls and that sort of thing. And there's some great folks there behind the marketing department. Don't want to bash anybody. We love you all. Please continue to send us press releases. Here's the deal though. They don't have the kind of caliber of product announcement uh, finesse, let's say, than the folks across the street at Marvel, because, you know, and, and you know, I was, I was actually, you know, just thinking if we had some time, we might get into some Marvel movie talk, but we're, <laughs> we actually ended up filling a pretty, pretty full show here with, uh, with, uh, of course the, the bigger news from, uh, from flash. So, but I, but I will say this, if you watched, or if you were following what transpired in Hall H with Marvel's announcements, And the way they rolled out those series, you know, by the time they got to Black Widow, which was kind of their their, you know, you thought was their last kind of announcement. You kind of saw it coming. You know, they it was like, oh, the first thing, but we haven't last, you know, announced it, but everybody knows it's coming, and oh, it's some footage, and and that's great. Like, yes, we've been wanting that for a long time. But I was actually texting a buddy of mine at the time, thinking like, man, you know, this is this is great. There's a lot of stuff to look forward to. A lot of stuff I'm excited about. A lot of stuff I'm tentative about. But you know, I kind of feel a little. I don't know how to feel overall about this, especially after, you know, coming out of Endgame. game. But then what do they do, man? Then at the last minute, nobody saw it coming nobody saw it coming. They announced that they've got Blade coming out. I know. Mahershala <laughs> Ali. Mahershala Cottonmouth. They got freaking Cottonmouth <laughs> playing Blade. And so it was like, nobody saw it coming. And that was the drop the mic. You thought that you were blown away because they gave you everything that you knew was coming. A few little things that, like, you know, uh, Thor, Thunder, Lightning, or Love and Thunder, whatever it was, that was like, I don't think anybody saw that coming. Great, great announcement. So they, they had you some surprises in there. But that's the one where it's like you're waiting for Marvel to do that thing that you did not expect coming that was going to just change the game in terms of your way of perceiving this universe and they drop freaking Blade and you didn't even know that that was an option. Like that's the way to announce your product lineup. I've not seen that from DC, man. Like DC has been more like here it all is up front. Uh so there it all is, a lot of crazy stuff, get hyped. We we anticipate you Guys, we got all of this crazy earned media and we expect y'all to get hyped about it. And of course we all do because there's a lot to get hyped about here. But like, you know, I almost wish, I hope they're saving those cards back. I hope that they've got that Tom Welling in their pocket. And you know, Tom Welling has actually said specifically, uh, he was on uh Michael Rosenbaum's uh, podcast and he was talking specifically about how he'd be interested in actually coming and playing Batman, hmm. uh, possibly on Batwoman, which I think would be a phenomenal casting would be great for that show. Uh, and and just great to see Tom Welling returning to this universe, and I think especially in his current, uh, you know, silver foxed form, he would make a really good aged Batman. Aged is the wrong word. Uh, uh, seasoned Batman. Let's go with that.
1: Yeah, like not not a year one Batman, but like a, you know, year. Well, in a in Batman.
0: a Batman's disappeared from Gotham for a while, and now he's coming back after you know having coffee with Catwoman and, and waving at Alfred.
1: Like, so like <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it'd be good.
0: I think that would work. So anyway, all that to say, I think that um. You know, they could pull him in for Batman, but that does not mean like that they can't pull him in for this. And if you, if you had Tom Welling in your back pocket, I feel like they would have announced that in kind of like a last minute drop type of way because um, this would have been the place and it didn't necessarily happen. So I think what we got is what we got. I think what we got is what we got. And I'm not, again, there's some big stuff happening here and I do hope there's more announcements, but even if there's not, it's not a bad
1: lineup. But like uh, it's, it's to. Why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they bring in Tom Welling?
0: Uh, he might not want to put on the cape. Like he's down to play Batman, but that doesn't mean he's down to play Superman.
1: Okay, okay. So it's probably more on him than it is on Warner now, Brothers I'm, not sh- picking I him. I will say
0: this, dude. Though, like Rosenbaum is down to play Lex Luthor again. He has said that several times over. He's been one of the best on-screen Lex Luthers. Why you wouldn't pull him in for this? I don't know. Like that seems like an easy get. So get him. Like if you need to connect the Smallville universe more like more like not, don't just show me, you know, Green Arrow's back and play somebody save me when you're flying into the Smallville of a different earth. <laughs> like we need Smallville Earth, part of this multiverse, part of this crisis, please, please. Rosenbaum is ready. Write the check. Make it happen, please. Anyway, so I'm hoping that we get some more announcements, even if we don't. There's some big news coming up. Great characters that we're going to see. Uh, some will live. Some will die. And the universe will never be the same. So I'm, I'm excited to see what, what comes from it. Bell, any other kind of final thoughts in terms of uh, San Diego Comic-Con this, this coming season as we're uh, getting used to it or getting uh, close to it?
1: Oh, man, yeah. I got a lot of thoughts, but I mean, like, we, <laughs> we're unfortunately out of time. I mean, there's there's an entire different media company that we hadn't even talked a single bit about, except for Blade. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, like, it's it was a good Comic-Con. Like, there was a lot of big announcements coming out of this year.
1: Yeah, a lot of, a lot of really neat stuff to look forward to if, if you're... If you're a geek uh, and if you're a fan of of, of anything, and, and me being a fan of both, I'm super excited for it. And like, I, I, uh, I'm, I, yeah. It's, it's. This is one of those times of year where you can see a lot of animosity with people being like, "Oh, yeah, well, you know, this comic book company sucks and this comic book company sucks." But like, let's just let's just take this time to be like be excited about the stuff that that we're <laughs> getting. You know, it's it's like, right. it, it's the you know these are the these are companies that are trying to produce media for us so that we will watch it so that they can get money. Right. And, and, and so I mean, like in the most cynical way possible. Sure. Yeah, but like, that's what I'm saying is, is that, you know, finally we are being viewed as a viable market. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, like, this is, this is something <laughs> that all nerds and all geeks and all like comic book people or whatever should be happy about regardless of like, Oh, well, I think their Comic Con stuff was garbage and this was much better. And, like, no, no, no. We should be happy for all of this kind of stuff coming out and, and, and just, and we should be, we should be happy when these companies, even if we don't like them or whatever are successful because it only means that we're going to get more and more opportunities for the things that we love to be put on screen, you know? And, and that's, 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 that's the good thing. And so, yeah, that's, that's just all I want to say in closing is that be happy that we're getting all of this stuff because it's, 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 it's nice. Like, you know, 10 years ago, this never would have happened. Yeah yeah no you're right maybe not 10 years ago because that's when like marvel just you know started doing their stuff but 15 years ago whatever you know
0: well and get excited because not only like you said not only are we you know geeks and 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 superhero fans like like seen as a viable market but like there's there's so much validation in the industry now that that really some of these artists can get experimental with stuff like we never thought we were getting a thor four
1: you or, know, like or like the first Marvel horror movie with Doctor Strange and Into the Multiverse. Oh the, my
0: gosh, that was like a big. You know, you want to talk about like, yeah, like I got up out of my chair when I saw that throw.
1: On yeah, like, like we're getting experimental stuff. I mean, like that's oh. the kind of stuff that I'm excited about, and that's that's what like made me super excited about Shazam. It's like Shazam was was just. My ideal vision of of where I want yeah. the DC universe to go, and so I'm I'm getting excited about that. And so, which is weird into the Spider Verse, we got into the Spider Verse. The Spider Verse, we would have never gotten that even five years ago. Phil Miller and Chris Lord got fired off a of solo, and <laughs> they went and made yeah. into the Spider Verse. Like, how great is that? They got fired off a of one nerd property to go and create Disney an awesome- fired them. <laughs> for, I guess that was technically Sony then to come up and be like, nah! <laughs> yeah, yeah, like like how great is that? Like this is this is an amazing yeah. time. Uh, you know, if you, if you, if you like this kind of stuff to, to be alive. So, um, yeah,
0: yeah. More, more to talk about, you know, who knows, uh, you know, (laughs) we've got a couple extra weeks. Um, Hey, by the way, shout out to uh, those of you again, who are supporting this podcast over at patreon.com slash TV talk. We are able to do what we do because of you. Uh, you'll be hearing more about that in this coming season, but honestly, like we, we got to a point too where we couldn't even go into next season without the support, and y'all have really represented. There's some great benefits for those of you who are supporting the podcast. Find out more again, Patreon.com/slash/TVTalk. Join our Discord and all that kind of great stuff. Uh, actually, this show right here was helped craft by uh, our patrons over on Discord. Uh, we I threw up kind of our, our show notes, like this is my talking points. Uh, what am I missing? And uh, I, interestingly enough, I did not have the costume in my talking points. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Kyle and, and the Discord for uh, say, for pointing that out I and mean, being like, oh yeah, you know what we. We do need to talk about the costume. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, so really, truly help make this show happen. Uh, Patreon.com slash TV talk. Uh, Bell, the folks can keep up with us on the Twitters. You can follow at Flash TV Talk or you can follow our personal accounts at The Real Bo York is me or at Ring That Bell is Bell.
1: But if 280 characters is enough to express your love for our show, feel free to email us at Flash at Podesterry.com. That's P O D A S T E R Y.com. Also, for the latest news,
0: daily discussions, and all things flash, head over to Facebook.com slash flash TV Talk. You can also watch these episodes live, or I guess listen to them live. Theoretically you could watch them live. Our our faces could be in them. But but (laughs) let's let's be honest, there's a reason why we're doing audio. So uh anyway, tune in live Wednesday nights after the flash, Facebook.com slash flash TV talk.
1: And as always, special thanks to Charlie Bach, who provides music for our show. You can check out the rest of his awesome stuff at SoundCloud.com slash Charlie Bach. All right, that's gonna do it for us for this week, but don't worry, we'll be back in a flash.